Howdy, y'all. Wilden here with another episode of the unofficial G4 podcast, codenamed The Panel Room. And I'm here with another member of the G4 community as Daniel slash Red Hood 99. Is that right? Red Hood 99? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Thank you for being so much here. For those of you who are just listening the first time, this is the podcast where I talk to members of the G4 community one-on-one so we get them home a little bit better we get to know who they are where how they found g4 and what they think about g4 now where it's going uh so daniel let's uh let's just start right into it uh before today's podcast i'd like to thank Bandai of japan for sponsoring the podcast you can pick up your digimon game cards available now at your local grocery store whether if it walmart target (laughs) There you go. Whatever. Hashtag Bandai. Uh, you're uh, not sponsored, but ad, but if you want to sponsor us, sure. Uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah. But no, awesome. Uh, well, let's talk about, let's get right into it then. Uh, so, w- what's, let's get to your story. Are you, are you working? Are you in school? What is it that you're doing, uh, now? Man. Yeah, I just, yeah, I graduated from school last year in 2020. I went to a special school where I have a disability called autism. So I have like a higher form of autism and yeah, and sometimes my mind races a lot. So So is this like, is this like 2020 mean like kind of high school or college more oriented? Like 13 plus grade 13 plus so okay okay it's like uh yeah the name of the school is micah peak high school okay okay um and and where are you from where are you located i'm in spokane valley washington state oh washington state okay so you're just north a little bit north me okay um so what did you go so did you go to school for anything specific or are you just kind of going with the flow i went to yeah i went to yeah, I went to. Yeah, I went to, like school, when I moved here from Alaska in 2010, and I graduated from elementary school to middle school, and I went to high school in Central Valley. Okay, so you've been kind and, of beep-bopping around. Like, what, what was the reasons for the move? If I may ask, like, why did you move from one to the place to the next? My mom traumatized me, and so I decided to move from Alaska to Washington State. And my dad loves me no matter what. And I, he has my back, and I will have his to the day I die. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to know. That's good to know you have uh, somebody that, like, it's support of you and that loves you. That's awesome. Uh... You mentioned, I want to talk about this too, you mentioned that you participated in uh, Special Olympics. Uh, could you talk oh, more yeah. about that? Because I've, that's the thing I know of, like, going to school, and there was a brief period of time when I yeah. went to school, especially middle school, my mom helped with the special ed kids a little bit. So I know it's a thing, yeah, but, uh... yeah, yeah, tell us more about that. Okay, so Special Olympics, so think of the Olympics that you see on TV, but it helps, yeah, it helps with, like, you team up with 
a special ed kid with a non-special ed kid. And you get to compete. You get to train. Uh, you get to train and compete at... There's like a... Yeah, there's a... There's a division of Special Olympics called Project Unified where you get to team up with a special ed kid with a non-special ed kid. And... Like, that was like me like when I was in uh, high school. Okay. This is like me now at the regular Special Olympics. Uh, I've bumped up from Unified to the big time. Oh, that's and... awesome. Was it like physical yeah, activity and... or more like... Yeah, it's physical activity. It's like it's like you get to... Yeah. Plus, when you're at the Unified Division, you get to... You get to compete for when you're in bat. There's like a sports where you get to compete in. There's basketball, soccer, and I am like the first. I am the guy who brought bowling to Special Olympics Unified. Yeah, bowling. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, yeah, even in basketball, I dominate the court. I won like every. <laughs> I have like more medals than Kurt Angle. Oh wow! Oh dang, that's a lot of medals. So you, you're you're a top, you're top of the food chain. You're not afraid to tell anybody. You know, like you're, I'm up there. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm the best. Sorry, no, no. I'm. A, I love that. No. that's awesome. So what? Wait. So does that mean we're? So you say you brought in bowling. Was that because like bowling like was your favorite, or were you kind of just like? For any of the stuff, you didn't have a particular favorite. You just wanted to compete in all of it and just try to be the best. Um, my favorite overall is basketball. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, basketball. Yeah. All right, cool. No, that's awesome. So, how often does that happen? Is that like once a year, or is that like a couple times a it's year? Like every year when you're, yeah, it's like an every year thing. Hmm. Okay. Okay. No, that's awesome because, uh, like, I think that's another like important thing specific, to be talked about. Yeah, there's, like, a specific season. It's, like, during the wintertime when there's, like, there's basketball, so. How does that work Every in terms year. of, is there, like, a certain amount of teams that could be against each other and whoever wins, wins oh, the yeah. goal, kind of? Okay. Yeah, it depends on the, it's, like, a, there's, like, a, tournament for special olympics and whoever wins that tournament gets the gold medal well and i mean there's like silver and bronze and stuff like that is that what you mean or like competitors you mean yeah there's there's like every team like there's the spoken valley wolf pack that is that is like a basketball team is it is it and I'm asking you this because I really don't know. I only know the basics, but is this is this like a local division or was this like full national or you went from local to national? There, there's two types of tournaments. There's the local tournaments and then there's the state tournament. Okay. Yeah. So, so did you compete in both or just one or the other? No, you went. When you go into like the local games, then you automatically enter the state tournament, and when you win the state tournament, you get a you get the gold medal. So 
Okay, okay. But the furthest that it goes is state. It doesn't do a national sort of thing. It just states, like, the highest you can get at the moment. For the Unified Division, it's the state championship. But for the regular Special Olympics, you go on to the, to the USA Games where it's everybody from every state. Mm-hmm. Like, from Washington State to Florida, from Florida to New York, and from New York to Los Angeles. Oh, so wow. And so forth. Okay, no, I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome to, like, that that's a thing, and that you're competing in that, you're killing it. Uh, I want to talk about, too, uh, as far as, do you have any ideas as far as, like, a career path, like, what you want to do, like, special interests or anything like that? I am kind of thinking of, like, co I am thinking of co-hosting X-Play with Adam Sessler. Oh, really? That's that's a heck of a good uh, goal to reach, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, my dream job is to, like, work at G4. It's at least in some sort of capacity. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, then, is there, I mean, besides, like, doing like co-hosting or anything like that is there any like specific goals like things you want to go g4 for to accomplish or is it more just like i want to experience it and see what happens or is there any like sort of goal or awareness or change you want to do there for me if if i were to work at g4 i would like bring i would like bring in some shows like Common Rider, Super Sentai, Ultraman, like the Tokusatsu shows. I want to bring mm. them to G4 and air them. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's I, I was I was saw that trend another day. The Common Rider thing. People were talking about that. It just had like an anniversary or something, I believe. Uh, yeah, this year they're celebrating their fiftieth anniversary. That's... And for the G4 overlords who don't know what Common Rider is, think of like Power Rangers, but the transformation device is the belt. Okay, because I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. But, like, I had a friend from uh, that I went to college with, and his, like, two favorite things in the world were Power Rangers and Transformers. And but I decided so occasionally big. heard of Kamen Rider, because he liked that, too. Oh, what's that? The Beyond Driver. Oh, is that what they use in the show to... To transform. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard of it, but I didn't realize it had been around that long. I mean, that's, that's a heck of a long time. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the current series in the Reiwa era is Kamen Rider Saber, where they use books to transform. I like that. But, so, it is, it's, it is similar to Power Rangers to where, like, they transform based on different objects. Like, because I know Power Rangers has one about secret agents, one about trains, and, th- and that's similar in Kamen Rider as well? Um... No, it's like a, it's like a ran, random, like, theme. It's like a, whatever, like, whatever thing that, theme that the, whatever, like, the children today are now into is what the theme of the Kamen Rider is going to be in for the mm. show. For. Okay, okay. And these, now, these shows, have you watched them, like, most of your life, or have you only recently gotten into them? How long have you been watching all this stuff? I've watched him since Kamen Rider Gaim. And what? Like, a, like, how long ago was that? Like Kamen Rider, 
Yeah, Kamen Rider Gaim is a Sengoku themed Kamen Rider, like Samurai. Oh, like, I do like Samurai. Think, think of Inuyasha, but with Kamen Rider, so. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, do you know roughly how long ago that was? It was like 2013. 2013, 2014. Okay, so it's. So, alright, so it's fairly recent. So, you haven't gotten into it within like the last decade or so. You kind of hopped in there. Um, yeah. So, what was it? So, how did you find that? What was it about that show you were like, you know what, this is cool. I'm going to jump into this? It was the. Yeah, it was the theme song that got me, so. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's that's a, that's a good thing. The theme song gets you. That that's cool. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so and then you mentioned too. So uh, well, so you like Digimon as well. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I watched the, I watched the, like I watched the original Digimon on ABC Family. Like Digimon oh. Adventure and Digimon Adventure. Tamers, Frontier, Data Squad, and then there was this one time where Digimon aired on Nickelodeon, and it was Digimon Fusion. I've only, uh, and again, that's another one that I know, like, of friends that have watched that. I only watched, I think, part of the original show back in the day, and that was it. I never got fully on board into that, because I guess just between... That and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I just, I guess that was the one that just kind of got pushed off the weight side, you know, just because I was watching so much stuff. Uh, have you ever played any of the games? I know they had, was it Cyber Sleuths, a popular one? There was one I had on the PlayStation 1. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember having one. It, it was, was like Arena 1. It was, I think it was just called Digimon, the video game. It could have been. It could have been. Yeah. This was like... It, this was, like, what I got, because I didn't have a PlayStation 1, but I had a PS2, and my mom got me just, like, five PlayStation games, and one of them happened to be a Digimon game on the PS1, because it was, like, backwards compatible, and I couldn't think of a name for me, but, but I know there's other games since then. I mean, do you play the Digimon games as well as they come out, or certain ones? Um, I played the... I played the PlayStation 1 game, so... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So do you? Cause there's uh, I guess there's manga of that as well. I would imagine so, right? Or is that is it just mainly the show for that? I don't remember. Um, I'm not sure. You, I think you you you're gonna have to look up Google to yeah. see if there. Okay. If there's like a manga, so. Okay, I, I'll look into it. Um. No, that's awesome. Uh. So let's uh so let's talk about it of how did you when did you come across G4? When did you find out about it for the first time? You mentioned to me oh. some about Dish Network, which I also was kind of my origin was through Dish Network. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. I came across it in two thousand seven when I came across right when I was channel surfing in Alaska. Yeah, I was like there was like nothing on, and so I found there was channel 191, and it was G4, and airing at the time was X-Play, and I'm like, oh, yeah. 
And right, like right then and there, I saw flaws in the network in like the 1.0 version. Mm. Yeah, as a nerd, yeah, I'm gonna take some words from KP's mouth because as a nerd, it was like heaven to me, but as a business, it went mm. to shit. Yeah. Excuse uh, my French for excuse my French for viewers that are younger. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's okay. I usually put this explicit anyway most of the time. Um, but yeah, it, it, you're right because you came in at an interesting time too. Because I I've talked to people in the past on podcasts that have come a little bit late, like right then. I've I talked to people that were there like the very beginning, early tech TV, and you I think came in right a little bit after I did because I was in right before. I was when I was in when Jack TV and G4 were separate, and then maybe a year or two later they merged. But I think 2007, 2008 was when they became like G4 Tech TV, right? I think that was that, around that, that time. That was 2004. Oh, that was 2004. That was 2004, 2005. Okay. That's when they became G4 Tech TV. So. Oh, I get. I got myself all confused. Uh, so, but but that like era too. That was like when. Like, Attack the Show and all that. I feel like that, as far as, like, popularity goes, that maybe was, like, right in its yeah. prime was that era. So, right when it was popular. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah X-Play X is kind of what got you hooked. Was there, was that, like, your favorite show that was on there? There was other shows on the network that you liked that came or went or... The two main shows that, that got me hooked was was both X-Play and Attack of the Show. Okay. Okay. And, uh, shows that, and the other shows that came and gone was Marvel, Marvel Anime, Iron Man, and X-Men, and Wolverine, so. Yep. No, that, yeah, you just mentioned that. That's funny you mentioned that, because I was just watching the, the 2011 Comic-Con, and that was right when they started, like, promoting that and airing that. And it's weird, because, like, they were interviewing Jeff Loeb on there, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize he would have been in charge of that, but he would have been. And it's just weird to think that now. Um, so, did you ever... Did you just watch on TV? Did you ever look at the online stuff or do anything in the forums or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I looked at the... I went to the, like, 1.0 website, and... Yeah, that... The 1.01 website has some flaws as well, so. But, did, for... but you at least, like, visit a site. I mean, was it one of those things that you would check out once in a while, or you became a little bit involved in the online content at all, whether it was watching stuff or talking to people on there? Or, excuse me. Uh, I check I out, like, once in a while, so. Mm. I checked out the 1.0 website once in a while, and so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh... So then let's talk about, uh, as far as what did you, was there anything, uh, as far as, like, did you, what, what was your interest as far as, like, geek culture goes? Was it more video games based, or was it a little bit kind of a bit of everything? It was, like, a balance of video game culture and video game and pop culture. It's like a little bit of balance. Okay. If you, like, if it goes to like one side, then it'll, then the net, the network would go to, go to bankruptcy. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. So, what did you, so you were playing games? What's your history with gaming? 
Let, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, when I moved from Alaska to Spokane Valley, uh, I am a diehard Xbox fan. Oh, I okay. Alaska, I was a PlayStation fan. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I like to balance both Japan and the United States. Okay, so, so you like that. Okay, I, I was too around that era. I was start PlayStation, then kind of did Xbox and PlayStation kind of at the same time. I was that for a bit myself. Uh, was there any particular kind of game that you liked playing? Like, do you have a favorite genre or anything like that? Um, I am, I am like deep into WWE video games. Like SmackDown vs. Raw, WWE 13, yeah. 2K, the 2K series. Except for 2K20, I am not going to play it. It's like a dumpster fire of a game. I, yeah, I didn't hear great things about it. I tried it for a second. I was not impressed. <laughs> but uh, I, do, I do have WWE 2K Battlegrounds. And so, the okay. game is like amazing. It looks like a comic book, so... Yeah, you know what? I try that. I know, like, a lot of people I think were frowning upon a little bit, but I tried it, and for what it was, it was fun. It was kind of dumb fun. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so you like, you like WWE. Is that safe yeah, to say? I, yeah, and now I'm, like, starting to, like, getting burnt out on Raw, SmackDown, but, but NXT, I'm still, I'm still into NXT. Okay. How long how long have you been watching wrestling? Like since WrestleMania 20, like 2004. Oh, oh, that that's good that you say that cuz that was the first I think that was the first WrestleMania that I really like watched on my own. That was the first time I ever like paid for a pay-per-view event, I think was WrestleMania 20 and I remember having the VHS tapes and I would record it on the VHS, but it had to take up like two VHS tapes, because, like, even back then, it felt like it was, like, a bajillion hours long. Oh, yeah. Now, now it's even longer back yeah. then. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's awesome. So what, so what, uh, so what made you start watching it then? Like, what was it about that um, caught your eye? I would say it was the stage design. And hmm. the stage design of WrestleMania 20 looked like the New York City skyline. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so... Was it from that point forward, you just, have you always been watching ever since, or did you break off from it oh, yeah. and come back? Oh, wow. You, you stuck it with like it. This. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, it, from that point, I, I would, I watched, like, every single episode of Raw and SmackDown. Wow. And last year, I was on an episode of Raw. Oh, you were? Oh, that's cool. You but did one of the, the, um, the Zoom things? Yeah, I was in the virtual fan audience. I was on the top left of your screen, so... Oh, wow. How does that work, by the way? I, I gotta ask you, if somebody's never done it, how does that work being a Zoom audience? Do they, like, send you an email ahead of time to tell you when you need to show up, or how does that work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to sign up at www.thunderdome.com. You have to, like, put your first, last name, and your email address in. Mm-hmm. And then... So, like, the second part, you have to put your full, your first and last name in there, and then you have to click the box where it says, I'm not a robot. Mm, yeah, and the then capture. you just click register. So, is it, do you have to, like, is and there, like, a payment uh, tier on that, or is that, like, a free thing to do? No, it's, com no, it's completely free. Wow. 
That's actually surprising. I'm surprised they actually made it free. I, th I always assumed there was some sort of payment wall behind it. Wow. No, That's interesting. No, but they do record you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been to... Because yeah. I've been I've... to a live Raw event before. Yeah, and... I've been to a live SmackDown event. Like in 2011. When I was on Sci-Fi. I was in the audience. Yeah, I've, I've been to one Raw, one SmackDown. Uh, it's sorry for those listed. We're going in another tangent, but you know me. Just like with Cammy, we're talking about wrestling. Uh, you get me going. Uh, yeah. I've been to, have you been to like a live house show? Oh, yeah. What do you think? Do you yeah, have I've a, to... do you have a preference? Do you like the live tape stuff like the Raw or SmackDown? Or do you prefer like the live off camera uh... stuff? Or is it two different things? And They're two different they're two different things. The mm -hmm. the on camera shows like Raw and SmackDown, they're like there's yeah, it's the each of those two brands are like have like poor writers and their matches are yeah the their matches like go fast like mm -hmm. that fast. Right, yeah. Except for, like, their flagship show, WrestleMania, they're, they're, they like to, I'm guessing WWE likes to, like, take their time with it. Yeah, like, be... WrestleMania is like their flagship show. Right. I mean, I've been to one pay-per-view. I mean, I like to go WrestleMania once. It's come here to LA in a couple of years, so hopefully I can find a way to go, you know, uh... Uh, maybe through G4. Who the heck knows? But uh, having right? um, the, 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 the one similarity I'll say, and you can attest to this, is that uh, the pay-per-view is like a mix of a house show and a Raw or SmackDown. Because, like you said, Raw and SmackDown live shows, there's a lot of talking, a little bit of wrestling here and there. You know, house shows, yeah. it's mostly never talking, all wrestling. Pay-per-view yeah. is a mix where it's like it's pay-per-view. It's filmed like a live Raw or SmackDown, but there is less talking during pay-per-view. It's more like a house show where to get right to the matches, like one after the next. Yeah, there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's the storylines culminate at at pay-per-views where a new storyline begins or like the current storyline ends. Right. Yeah, you just, especially after WrestleMania, they always like introducing new talent or bringing people up from NZXT. It's usually that Monday Raw after. It's when they do it, like when Paige showed up or, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah, again, if yeah. you guys never been to a wrestling show, uh, I highly recommend... I would say go to both if you can. I would say go to, like, one Raw or SmackDown if you can, and then go to a house show. It is two different experiences. Um, or even go to a... Uh, even, like, a, a smaller organization, like an independent show. I would recommend going to that, too, because even that in itself is a little bit different as well. I've been to a independent show in Florida. Oh, really? How was that? Who was, uh, do you remember who was wrestling or anything? Uh, Matt Seidel. Yeah, my, Matt Seidel was at a Revolt Pro Wrestling show. And I high-fived Matt Seidel, and I never washed my hands since. <laughs> I like the honesty. I like the honesty. Yeah, yeah, Revol I remember here, Revol. Yeah, yeah, I went to a lot of MCW back in the day. Uh, 
That's a fun show, too. That's a good way to be, uh... Independent shows are good places because unlike... Even, like, unlike house shows or any sort of WWE big event, you know, it, it takes a little bit of effort to, like, meet a wrestler or get an autograph or whatever. Independent shows are easier because they're kind of like going to a small Comic-Con where the people are part of the show. They, you know, you pay a certain amount of money to get, like, a photo or signed autographs. But it's a good chance to meet wrestlers who are in between. Like, sometimes you get, you know, if you time it right, you'll be able to, like, meet a pretty well-known wrestler if you catch them, if they're moving from, like, WWE or to AEW or they're with neither company or one company let them go or, I guess, TNA's still around technically, I guess, too. But if you catch, like, a big wrestler in between when they're just doing independent stuff and doing their own thing and then, you know, that's a good time to meet them because you never know when they're going to come back. You know, I've met... A few wrestlers have, like, retired from that. I met people like Mickey James. Like, she was on the NXT, you know, NZXT pre-show. She left WWE for a while. And then I, I managed to meet her at an independent show. And then she came back and been part of WWE for a while, you know. So it's it's a, it's a cool opportunity to meet, like, pretty well-known wrestlers. If you pay attention to time it right, you can do it. Instead of having to worry about, you know, because WWE, there's a lot of hurdles you have to go through sometimes just to get to an yeah. autograph thing or whatever or things like that yeah plus on their contract they they force you to sign a developmental contract mm -hmm. where it includes a 90-day no compete clause what the fuck man i i would if i would like modify the contract and make it to where you have like a 20-day no compete clause yeah, it's, I guess it just depends. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see what you're saying. It just depends on who the person is, I guess. It's, yeah, you know, people come and go for different reasons, one reason or another. It's it's really wonky. It's, I mean, I don't know. Because, you know, now the, with the you have the announcement that Chris Jericho is going to be interviewed by Stone Cold. And Chris Jericho is with AEW. And Vince is like that's fine, you can do it. And Sokol's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And that's kind of surprising because, you know, Vince is very WWE. He doesn't want to ever interact with the other companies, really, or care about what they're doing. So the fact that, I guess, Chris Jericho's one of the few exceptions to the rule of that, but even the fact that that's happening is surprising to me. Um, I wonder. There's some days where I wonder where it's like, if, it, if it's ever going to turn into sort of I don't know, this, uh, cross, like, it'll be, like, almost like an Avengers thing, because it's multiverse thing, and all these superhero movies is a big thing, they're probably doing DC too. I wonder if they'll do a thing where you'll start seeing maybe more, more cross-promotional and companies and stuff. Not, not where, like, it's invasion area, where, like, Vince is, like, trying to buy him out, but where they're, like, willing to work together a little bit more or something. I wonder if that's even possible. I don't, I doubt it, but having Chris Jericho on Stone Cold Show, who the heck knows? Who knows anymore? Um, hey. So, uh, so let's talk about. Okay, we talked about self G four. You watch it on Dish Network. Did you watch G four like until the end? Was there a stopping point where you no longer watch G four? Um, I watched G four till the end, like twenty fourteen, when they decide when they. When Comcast decided to push the pause button, so. So so you you knew that they were shutting down when they announced it that like oh we're closing down and and you're gonna you weren't caught off guard by that. 
yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, you're one that because I I feel like a majority of people that I've talked to so far that I've interviewed, I I was surprised by how many of them were Call of Guard or didn't even know that G4 either had ended or or anything like that, and I was kind of surprised uh, how many people like were just like distracted or like oh crap it ended or like oh I didn't know it was ending and things like that. That's interesting to me. Um, so uh, what? So, I'll just put it this way. Um, how did you feel, since you were one of the few that watched it till the end, how did you feel about, like, the way everything kind of grabbed, got wrapped up? How did you feel when they say, hey, uh, the last episode of Attack of the Show and all that's going to be pre-recorded, it's not even going to be live. Were you somewhat, like, what the heck on that? Or were you kind of uh, different? I saw I saw the commercials that it I saw the commercials that that Attack of the Show 1.0 was airing its series finale. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, come on, man. So even though it, so you hung around, to, so you still liked it enough to hang around till the end. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's inter that's what's interesting to me. That's what's very interesting because I I hear different stuff from everybody. I did too. I kind of stuck with it till the end, um, you know. Even though if it might have gone downhill in quality for me a little bit, I still liked enough to stick with it to the end. So that that's that's cool to hear. Uh, let's talk then about like the the, the transition to now. So. G4 is coming back. When did you hear that G4 was being announced as they're coming back? Was it the big announcement they did uh, during the Comic Con or what? I saw the announcement on Comic Con at home 2020. So. So. Yeah, it was during the IGN panel. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. It was, wasn't it? Uh, so you yeah. found that that was coming back. Did you? Uh, how did you come across like? The Reddit or Discord, did you go searching out for that? Or were you, like, just waiting till the official ones got uh, announced? I, I, it's like, I immediately went to the G4 website and I played Pong, so. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel you on that one. How, how many, how many tries did, I, I, honestly, I'm just like, how many, how long did you take you to get that? How many tries did it take you to beat that Pong? Did you get uh, on the first try? Because it took me like four or five times. I might have freedom in it. It took me a few times to get it through it. It took me. It took me five or six tries to get it right. Okay. Yeah, you're. That makes me feel better. I was struggling. I was getting so annoyed. There was a. There was a second thought I had to where I almost gave up on it. I almost gave up, and I'm glad I did because otherwise I wouldn't be having this right now. But uh, I was close for a second there. I, I kept like I was like, come on, what? Do you think of what they're doing so far? How you feel? Um, I like the I like the beta test that G4 is doing right now with B4G4. Um, I would say, yeah. Plus, I I caught wind of Austin Creed's announcement for his new show. Oh, the the Can arena one. Or the not yeah, arena. Uh, I I'm call I didn't I didn't mean to call it like called the show arena, but it's uh, you know the the name of his like for 
Like, the name of his new show, I'm thinking of calling it WWE Arena. It could be, yeah. Uh, so what, what? So how did you feel when it got gets announced? Like, when, it, G, when he first posts that video and says, hey, I want to try out the B4G4 talent, were you like, heck yeah, this is amazing, let's go? Or, I mean, did you think he was going to be part of it? Are you on B4G4? Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh. Yeah, I gave. Yeah, um. You're watching so like, B4. Right? <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, um. Yeah, uh. Like, right around. Like, January, February, I joined the D. Like, mid. Like, early to mid-January, I joined the G4 Discord, so. So, but you join that, so, when he, so he announces that he's going to be a part of it, so were you kind of excited about that? Because then, not oh, too yeah. long, we had the announcement, hey, the WWE's making a deal now with G4, sort of. I mean, how'd you feel on that? Meh, I'm like, uh, meh, I'm like 50-50. You're 50 50 like, on it? Yeah. I'm like, on the good half, it would be. It would be good for the partnership, but if it. On the bad half, it would go. It would. The ratings would, like, automatically drop later on down the road. So so you think that there's a. You're, I mean, like, you're saying that you like, think there's a risk there that you love both of these things, but they're maybe joining, like, in two integrated? you're saying that there might be you you almost like they're you're like i like both these things i'm glad they're working together but they're starting to work a little bit more closer than i would like is that kind of what you're I saying say, i'm saying that the fame would like rise on rise up later on down the road but if like comcast decides to push the pause button again then the the ratings for Xavier's new show would, like, drop later on, way later on down the road. Hmm. Like, if Comcast decides to pull the plug on Xavier's show, then... Hmm. Then it would decline from there. So you think, is, so, you, how, I mean, you think he's gonna just, it, so it seems like he's gonna still be with WWE mainly... And he's just kind of doing the G4 thing sort of on the side. Is that is that where... Because I wasn't sure at first. At first I was thinking, hey, you know, she, he was... I wasn't sure if he was going to fully leave WWE or if he was going to uh, kind of put that... To, I didn't know. I mean, do you think he's just going to just keep bouncing both for whatever? Because he's still got up, up, down, down too. So I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently... There comes a time when, like, a superstar decides to retire and moves on to life after the ring, then... Yeah, what scenario would be that if Comcast decides to pull the plug on G4 again, then, like, the shows will... Then the shows would automatically be cancelled, and the other scenario would be that if Xavier Woods does decide to retire, then he can, like, decide to to focus on G4 entirely as his new main thing. Hmm. Uh, what yeah. do you think, 
What do you think about uh, what they've been doing with? I mean, you're you're you love the X play. What do you think about what they're doing with X play? What do you think about the esports show? How you feel about all oh, that? The Bleep Esports show is amazing. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But... I would say... I am, like, in the... I am, like, in the... The B4X play. Stuff that's going on right now, but... I'm guessing, like, later on down the road, they would have to go back to their bread and butter. Like, brutally honest game reviews. Hmm. Do you... Yeah, like, the, like eventually, like, later on this year, when the yeah. studio was finished. Right. Uh, I mean, how did you feel about... Because I'm still not sure if I like... I like, of course, Sessler doing the voiceover and stuff, but such as you have a video where they're, you know, playing the Resident Evil 7 demo or something like that, you know, you had each of them playing it separately, right? Right. So... Then you had them, like, Adam voicing over it and stuff like that. Did you like that, or would you rather see Adam, like, play the game and do his voiceover as he was playing it? Because I felt I wanted to see more of that, almost. I wanted to see more, like, uh... I wanted to see Adam play the game and review it at the same time. Hmm. Do you like so... the Sessler Monday thing he's doing now? Yeah, I am... I'm thinking of calling it Monday Sess Stream. Monday Sess Stream. Did you ever watch, uh... I mean, I, we kind of talked about this briefly, but I wanted to follow up. Did you ever watch either, like, Feedback or Sessler Soapbox or anything like that? Um, no. Hmm. That's okay. Have you gone yeah. back and watched old G4 content, like, on Spoo's channel or anything since it got announced? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is there anything you watched from that that was from G4 that you either missed out on or kind of forgot about? As such as, like, a certain times of shows or anything like that? I missed out on the series premiere of X-Play, like, episode one. When Adam moved into the, to the G4 studio. Oh, wow. Yeah, from, yeah. From, from, like, from the arcades. Hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the old school where they filmed in the arcade. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel, you, I feel you on that. So, do you... What is it... Where do you think G4 is doing as far as their content? Do you think they're going to be on TV more? Do you think they'll be on the internet more? What do you think they're going to do? Um... Like, judging by the website... They're doing both, like both TV and the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. judging by the website that that what the article said on on G4TV.com, they're doing both, like TV. They're doing both TV and the internet. How do you feel about time. that? Do you do you like that they're gonna do it that way? Oh yeah, I'm like, eh. I would. Yeah, um, I don't mind. I would. I would like to see where where it goes. So, yeah. as far as future like content wise, it's like... yeah. Where do you what is like? What do you want to see content wise out of them? Is there certain shows you want to be brought back? Is there anything new that you want oh. to see on the network, like topics or things being discussed? 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want the network to be like too political, like, like NBC News. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be, I would like put, I would put the network like, I would put the network on like a like gamer nerd like gaming culture and nerd pop culture. Mm. Like, you know, like shows like X Play Attack of the Show. You think Common they should Driver. do like live show coverage again? Yeah, they should do. Yeah, once everything's back to normal, they should do like live coverage from San Diego Comic Con at the San Diego Convention Center, E3, Tokyo Game Show, CES. Do you... well, on the side, and oh. on the side, they should do like esports coverage. Mm-hmm. Like League of the Overwatch Finals, League of Legends Finals. Are you into anime or anything like that at all? I am into I am into Sword Art Online, Yashihime, and yeah. So do so you do you want to see? coverage from them on more on that stuff like an anime expo or like anime show i would like to see anime unleash return okay okay yeah Yeah, it's i feel like i'm hearing a lot of that for people to want anime unleashed back um that seems to be a popular thing from back in the day yeah (sighs) for like new shows i would put on the network i would put like Common Rider, Super Sentai, Ultraman, and like new episodes of ECW. And ECW? Yeah. Oh, that's Bloody an interesting Guts take. ECW. So you think they should bring ECW back and put it on there? Yeah, for like, for like After Dark. Do you, you, you like so, so? Do you want? Do you want? Like, them to, like, fully bring it back, or would you rather have them air old ECW? I would, like, have them air old... I would have them air episodes of ECW Hardcore Wrestling. Okay. That might not be a bad idea, to play something like that, and then if for some reason they did well, maybe it would prime WWE or something to bring it back, or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting and... take. I didn't even think about that. Great. I and for like shows I would put on the network there I would put Comrade Super Sentai Ultraman ECW and I would put episodes of WCW Saturday Night on G4 on Saturday on Saturday night. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, WCW Saturday Night started in 1990. Yeah, that was a thing for a minute. That was a thing, because I don't even know... I, I assume they have that on the network. Do they have that on the network? I would think it's so, right? Peacock, so. Yeah, because it's all integrated in together now. Divi Network's kind of getting integrated yeah, for, to Peacock. So it's all mixed like in for, together. For the U.S., WWE Network is integrated for Peacock, but for fans outside of the U.S., like the United Kingdom, Europe, mm-hmm. Asia, Australia... Mm-hmm. Germany, North and South Korea. Yeah. They can sign up to WWE Network. Like, that's its own thing. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's an interesting idea. I wonder if they would, because they have WWE Network, then it's like, I don't know, I guess why WWE would want to put on thing G4, or what value they see from it, but maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I think it... Oh, I guess, I think I think a big deal is going to be how the Xavier Woods show does, for them, like, audience-wise yeah. and everything like that. Well, like, I think that will determine... Yeah, Xavier Woods' new show will be like a backdoor pilot for WWE shows on G4. Hmm. Do you, so do you mind if, like, they start, or do you think, like, one show or two and that's enough? Like, you don't want too much more... Yeah, I don't want, like, too much. Yeah. Or just, like, or just, like put, like, two shows on G4 and I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really surprised, too, because Xavier's got that up-up-down-down thing. And that's doing well for him. And so when they announced this and said, oh, it's going to be more associated with WWE, uh, I, I, I guess I assumed that he would have worked... I mean, I guess, I know he would have to get WWE's permission in the first place, right? And they have to work with them a bit for him to be on G4 in the first place. But I figured that gaming show would be more integrated with his up-down, you know, up-up-down-down stuff than just WWE themselves. So I think that's an interesting move. Oh, yeah. I guess. I, I'm just curious to why they went that route. I mean, to be fair, some of his up-up-down-down content does have WWE people involved in it a little bit, so I, I guess that's why. Uh, that, that just kind of caught me off guard. I wanted to ask you this, because uh, I'll wrap up here in a bit, but I want to ask you this question, just because uh, we talked, I don't know if you listened to Cammy's episode at all. Um, you know, Cammy uh, has a disability as well, uh, and I was we had the idea of talking about with this new G4, if, you know, having different voices and different things being heard. And I was just wondering how you feel as with someone with, like, a disability, if you like the idea of having more, uh, you know, people with disabilities, like, either, like, having a show or more programming centered around them. Uh, is that something that you think um, should happen, or how would you feel on that? Um, I would feel like there would be, like... People with disability on both on camera and off camera. Yeah, it would be like content longevity wise, it would be. I would like see people with disabilities on camera for. for like guest star. guest. guest star roles on both. on both X Play and Attack of the Show. So, do you think then that. The topic of disability is something that needs to be highlighted, or would you rather go, hey, just just disabled people work for the network, they do hosting or whatever, but we're not like making a big deal out of it because they're being treated, you know, like equally to everybody else in a certain way. Yeah, people with disabilities that, yeah, the the topic of people with disabilities needs to be heavily highlighted, mm. like. Way heavily highlighted. Have you ever had any issues, uh, like, playing a game or something because of your disability or anything like that? Have you ever felt held back by it at all in that sort of capacity? No, I... Yeah, I play... Yeah, I've been, like, mo... I've been, like... I've beaten my entire Xbox 360 collection with my... With a normal controller, so... 
Okay, no, that's that's cool because I again I don't I don't haven't spoken yeah. to that many yeah. people yeah. you know because Cammy has like a physical disability and then you have like autism which is a, another variant disability so I'm I'm just trying to understand like the different perspectives on things and you know how it affects your lives a little bit because you're right I think this stuff is important to talk about uh you know I only have like a small minor physical one if that and I I don't even really count it enough to put on job applications, really, but, you know, it's... Yeah. I think some because... And then you are somebody that wants to host, so... Do you do you want to do, like, a guest spot sort of thing on the show and then kind of see if anything comes out from that, or... Or... I would do, like, a... I would do, like, a cameo appearance. I would, like, be... I would be, like, a hero that saves Adam and Morgan from, like, a zombie apocalypse. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. No, that's yeah. It's it's good. It's good to know that you know. Again, the value of G four even back then was able to reach out to people, whether people like me, people physical disability, people you know with autism that you enjoyed their content and you felt included with that. You know, I think that's the big important thing this time around is all of us. Uh, Feeling included and comfortable. I think that's a very important thing now. An issue for us to have. Uh, hey. Yeah, no, that's all. And I'm, I'm glad that you, like, even watching old G4, that you enjoyed it and you had fun with it. And you're looking forward to it coming back, you know? And again, that you loved enough to stick Hi. with it till the end. I, yeah, I think that, that's an important life thing to be learned there. Where do you think you would end up at, besides, like, make a cameo guest and things on G4, do you have any idea as far as anything else you want to do in terms of, like, doing on-camera stuff, or writing, or, like, creating stuff, or um, artist things, or anything like that? Yeah, I would be... I would be, like, a guest director. Direct? So you want to try directing? Yeah. What was it about directing that you would... Makes you want to try it. I'm like, and we're out. Just so you can say that. <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's what's like important here about this whole thing. I that's why I'm talking with you people because I've never, again, I've never talked to many people I've had autism. I knew a few people that did, but you know, I just never interacted with them all that much. And yeah. again, you and then Cami, and then we have you know. Dizzy diabetic, you know, whole different country learning about how, you know, in a continent, I learned just learning about how those, his lifestyle works in gaming and stuff like that. That's why I wanted to do this. So everybody gets to know each other Hi. and get your opinions and kind of your voice heard, you know, and I'm glad that you're Hi. able to be willing to talk about, you know, like having like, you know, autism and to be able to talk about like WWE and stuff like that. I think that's what's so cool is all of us being able to talk about this with each other okay yeah um so i'm gonna slowly wrap up here is there anything that you want to plug again like social media twitter or anything that you're working on um you can follow me on youtube at daniel eubanks you can follow me on facebook twitter Instagram, Reddit, 
And you can follow me on Twitter at RedHood99. I've got like 54 followers. Where did a Red Hood come from? Where What's the Red Hood? Is that reference to like Red Hood, like the Batman character Red Hood? Yeah. Mmm, nice. Nice. Okay. Hey, right? Red Hood's great. I like Red Hood as well. That's one That's one of my favorite ones. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, if you're like looking for me on Twitter, my profile picture is Kamen Rider Saber Primitive Dragon. If I learned anything else today, it's about this Kamen Rider stuff. I feel like I've learned that in like the past week. That That's like a lot of things I, again, I didn't know it's been around that long. I knew it's been around for a minute, but not that long. It's even, that is longer than Power Rangers really isn't it uh yeah. it's power rangers zone only at its 30th uh yeah guys again uh we always learn an important lesson every episode and this one is you know again g4 needs to have diverse content uh we like the idea of them maybe work with wwe but just to be careful about integrating it too much you know and controlling things like that but it's kind of cool to see that they're doing this uh in the meantime, I'm going to wrap up this episode, guys. Again, thank you, Daniel, for wanting to talk with me. I appreciate it. And hopefully, maybe one day we'll have you on sometime in the far future where we get to get your opinions on what G4 is doing once it's launched and how you feel about it. In the meantime, guys, thanks for listening in.